0: Greetings, Troubled listeners, and welcome to the Troubled Men podcast. I am Renee Komen, sitting in the ring room with my co-host, the original Troubled Man for Troubled Times, future mayor of New Orleans, Mr. Manny
1: Chevrolet. Hey, hey, gay buddy. What's up? Hey, buddy. How are you? It's Valentine's Day. It is. It is Valentine's Day. And I love love you, man. Yes, I love you, too. I I I love love you. Yes. Uh, And I love that it's Valentine's Day. And we're here together doing the show alone. Yes. Our, <laughs> ne- our, ne- neither one of our wives yeah.
0: had any other designs. Yeah. like, yeah, yeah, that's
1: fine. Go no, ahead. I gave her some roses this morning oh, okay. and and a and, and box of chocolates. And uh, she was like Forrest Gump on a good day. Yeah. You know, she just was like, okay, thank you. you, thank never, you. Never, get your, never know what you're going to get. Yeah, I never know okay. what you're going to get. What I got was, you know, a fucking kick out the door. Right, said, right, go to right. work and make that money. <laughs> no. But it is Valentine's Day. Yes. And, uh, so you is, actually, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, uh, no it's, it, uh, it is actually nice that uh, I guess because, you know, we've been married so long and, you know, what is Valentine's Day? It's really? a Hallmark holiday, right? It, well, that's a good question because my daughter on the way home yesterday, before Valentine's Day, say that, is it a Hallmark, you know, thing or is it based on this Greek Story that she read in class. Okay, and I told her no. It's a Hallmark holiday. That's you what it do. seems like. It seems like you it. You know,
0: they they try to. The Hallmark, of course, tries to uh, buttress it and, and and you know bring up some some uh, some sort of classical
1: justification for
0: it. But uh, you know who?
1: Well, growing up, as I started dating, you know, when I was like fifteen, I started dating girls and you know having uh-huh. girlfriends and banging. Yeah, and falling in love, right. and Getting my heart broken, and all so this kind romantic. of stuff. Yes. I realized really soon that Valentine's is for the chicks. It really is for the chicks. If well, you ask sure. me, sure, sure, sure. You know, it's all about getting proposed. You know, on, on Valentine's Day, or, right. or having flowers. It's a room. bit of a
0: competition. Like pe- people, will it's it's actually one of those holidays. You know, kind of like Christmas or something where you're supposed to feel good, but it, it actually can be an opportunity to to compare yourself and, and find yourself wanting, and so you you can actually feel worse, yeah because your expectations aren't
1: being met yeah and to me, it means nothing to me if I got you know a box of chocolates or you know yeah you have your own money, you can buy chocolate I, yeah I, don't I don't eat chocolate, like chocolate. Every, I, I eat chocolate pretty much every day Do I you? have a, well. I'm, I have a sweet tooth, and really? okay. at, after a nice meal, I like to have a little piece of uh, maybe a, a fine wafer mint, okay, or a uh, you a like those s- chocolate s- mints? Scoop of ice cream, maybe sure. sometimes. Yeah, if you're uh, not drinking. If I'm not drinking, yeah, right. exactly. Because if you're drinking, that's all the sugar you need. Yeah, right? yeah, I, I don't need any of that. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, I, I guess the girls they dig it and stuff like that. What, where I found out later in life, like in my late twenties, early thirties that Valentine's was for the girls, but there's actually a day in March which is called Steak and BJ Day. (laughs) Okay.
0: Steak and a dick (laughs) sock. Yeah. Steak and blowjob day. Okay.
1: (laughs) Where um, it's like a month, like the the 14th, I think, of March or something like that, where um, it's now for the guys. Oh, okay. I don't want candy. I don't want flowers. Guys don't want that. They don't want jewelry. No. They just want a nice fucking thick steak and at the end of the night, you know, get a BJ and pass out. Right this is what I heard. I yes. don't know if it's true. Okay. Well, you know. uh, it's,
0: uh, we're going to so, have to start celebrating that one.
1: Yeah. So, Nation. I call that Friday. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, Nation, if you're celebrating, if you celebrate the holidays, let us know uh, and, and enjoy your Valentine's Day. Get Cuddle up with your significant other, you know, be it uh, uh, your boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, your dog, your cat. and Hobo down at the rail yard. Hobo down at the rail yard. Or maybe just that stop sign, you know, that... You just happen to see every day, and you know, and you're alone, and you get lonely. We all get lonely. Sure, you know, you're you're all about loneliness. This is why you started this whole you, podcast. Well, right? you're, you're pointing to me. You're not talking to no, the, no. I'm the, pointing to the, you, the, the,
0: the general you out there in, in yeah, uh, I'm the troubled to nation, you, Mr.
1: Coleman. Yes,
0: yes. Uh, well, you know, uh, um, uh, yeah, I, I guess I do have these these uh, these. Overarching, you know, feelings of loneliness that I that I try to assuage different ways. You know, I I, I play in it or I, my work is is a public forum where. It's set up for people to come and and you know and I, see, you. I, see me and, or see the thing that I, yeah. or you know it's something that we're involved in so you're around people yes it's not a very solitary
1: kind of uh kind so, of So but existence. you're not like lonely like Travis Bickle and taxi driver you're not that lonely
0: No 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 I'm you not know. no but you know You can I, sleep at night I sleep fine at night and and because I have these different devices that I can employ to to keep me from getting to that desperation phase you know i have you i have the podcast right. of, and i have other podcasts like i've spoken about before you know they're they're my friends in my head you know they okay they, they keep me company in the in the daytime when i might otherwise be you know a little blue right but, uh but yeah it's you know it's 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 the, the the time i have by myself i actually do kind of cherish you know because i have plenty of time when i'm not by myself
1: I think there's nothing wrong with being uh, with being alone. No, it's good. You know, uh some people think that it's sick to, be, you know, that, you know, but no, it's a good thing to be alone.
0: Well, yeah, you get to be with your own thoughts, uh, yeah. you know, and and particularly now where we have these the the phone, the cell phones and uh, you know, you can constantly occupy your mind. You don't right. ever have to have an idle moment that I think I try to uh embrace moments when i i could be entertaining myself but i think let me just sit here with this so, you know in the grocery store let me just look around look at people um or just riding in the car let me just have my own quiet thoughts with no radio on no
1: podcasts on and mm. you know it's it's healthy i think it's so how do you how do you listen to a podcast in the car is it through your radio is on, that no the on, the, on the phone on your phone okay. yes because right. you know i have the the the, right. the 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 headphones and uh
0: you know i have all my podcasts that i'm downloading throughout okay. the week and uh you know i get to them as as my taste um indicates <sighs> you know I'm, I'm in the mood for a certain kind of thing i'll listen to to that or switch over to something else and you know it's 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 really nice to be able to uh you know pick and choose and 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 suit your mood you know with
1: well segue yes. into someone who's alone right uh i i saw this just this past week here in our great city of uh new orleans yes and of course nation we're here broadcasting from the ring room the famous ring yes. room mysterious yeah, the mysterious ring room. ring room uh where uh it's loud in here tonight kind of loud Heather, our bartender, she's, she's great. I think we should have her on the show one time. Yeah, yeah, she's, uh, she's really
0: stepping up to the plate. Exactly. I, I like these drinks.
1: Yeah, okay. But there was a guy, speaking of being alone, there was this guy, did you hear about this? I don't know, tell this me. This guy, <laughs> you too, live here, right? too early to tell. Yeah, Yeah, yeah you live do. here. There's yes. this guy in here in New Orleans who was wanted for murder. Okay. He was wanted for murder. Did you know this? Yes. I, I okay. Yes, ha-
0: I have the article here. Yeah. Do we you have
1: this article? Go on. Well, I don't read. I don't read the paper, but I hear things right, over right, the radio right. and on sure, the TV. Sure. Because I'm basically, my whole life ambition is to be Chauncey Gardner uh-huh. and just to live life through television. Uh huh. You know? and watch and just I watch. watch. I just yeah, like yeah. to watch. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> right. it is. It's good.
0: It's good, Eve. It's good. <laughs> so. <laughs> still have not seen that movie
1: my, oh my, dude it's, my
0: wife tells me how good it is I, I've, I've yet to see it. it it's peter seller's last film yes. it's
1: brilliant yes. it's no, brilliant he was it. not he uh, died before, before his it came out before it came out okay before it came out but it's brilliant you have to see it yes. i'll watch it with you if you okay, want okay i'm a big fan but I yeah. uh, have not seen it so that. you know about this guy who tried to turn himself in for right. murder right and our our guys in blue yes. said, "Well, you need proper ID to turn yourself in for yes. murder. Yes,
0: for murder. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they said, they said we're
1: not sure that you are who you say you right, are. Right, but." But he's he's basically pleading. It's like you know I want to give myself up. Right, I, right, right. He he showed up with his attorney. Right, he showed up with he his didn't attorney. Just walk off
0: off the street.
1: Yeah, no, he showed up with an attorney. Right. But he didn't have his ID on him, so the NOPD our our, our, our boys in blue or whatever yes, said, yes. Uh, no, no, <laughs> you, yeah, you, you can't do it. Yeah, yeah. They they wouldn't. They refused to process <laughs> him. Right. Unless <laughs> he
0: could uh, come up with the ID.
1: And apparently he, he, he described the murder. He, he said, I murdered this guy. I, I murdered him in cold blood, and I want to give myself up because I want to, you know, I guess maybe he's found religion or whatever. He wants to be saved or whatever. Okay. Or he wants to do time or maybe, you know, maybe cop a deal where he only does 40 years and he right. can still get out at, you know, a decent age. Sure. But uh, New Orleans Police Department said no.
0: Yeah, the logic there, man. Yeah. So his attorney is there with him, and she's explaining to these guys. She's saying, you know, look, no one would turn themselves in on someone else's murder charge. Right. And they they were not convinced by that line of logic. They said, well,
1: we're not so sure about that. Unless it was Dick Cheney's friend... Who, yeah, who yeah, he right, went right. hunting with? Yeah, that I, guy. Yeah, yeah, a, I apologize for being I'm shot so, by so Dick Cheney. Shot in the face <laughs> by Dick really, Cheney. My face was in the wrong place. <laughs> yeah, really shouldn't. No, be but more so careful. yeah, it, it just seems hilarious. It, I don't know if it made national news. I mean, everything, I guess, gets goes viral or whatever. It makes news, you know. Uh, but so go on. I mean, I didn't read the article. I just heard the story. And well, I,
0: yeah. So you know, he. Uh, uh, so the 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 attorneys. Uh, uh, logic was not persuasive to him. So they finally uh, said uh, the log jam ended only after uh, the, the uh, <laughs> uh, I guess it was his attorney, produced a copy of a news article featuring a picture of him and noting that he was wanted on murder. <laughs> and after the, after the deputy saw his picture matched uh, the, the guy they had before him and that the article said, uh, you know, he was wanted on murder, they went, well, okay. If okay, we'll take if you. it's in the newspaper, yeah. it's got to be Yeah, we've got
1: a brand new prison, we might as well just take right, you right, in. Right, yeah, right. You know, uh, th- Well, you know, hey, nation, this is typical New Orleans, if you ask me. This is well, it's typical a lot of places, really. Yeah, it's a lot of uh, a lot of
0: municipal dysfunction going on. (laughs) A A lot of people that don't seem to be qualified for the jobs they're holding.
1: Well, there's also dysfunction going on at the campus I work at. Oh, okay. It's not with the people who work at the campus. It's for people who are trying to do wrong to the campus. You know, you know, every campus, college campus, has a police department, you know. Yes. Your son goes to the school. Yes. I see him once in a while, and, and every time I see him, he just spits at my feet. <laughs> he goes, I curse you, Manny. Uh, but that's a whole list. But there's a thing going on. I don't know if I told you this, but apparently um, there's someone on campus who's not stealing bicycles, because everyone, has thousands of bikes on the campus. Sure. Thousands. But he's stealing the bike locks. Huh.
0: How he's, do you do that?
1: Well, he, he's taking a, like a like a huge, you know... Uh, uh, not bolt a, cutter? Bolt cutter. And he's just breaking the locks, and he's taking the locks. He's not taking the... Or she. Or them. Uh-huh. They're just taking the locks. They're not taking the bikes. Like. Now, I don't know if this is like some college prank or whatever. right? But I think it's hilarious. But it also goes down to like the city is like well you're wanted for murder but you need ID you know that kind of stuff <laughs> and
0: I want to steal but I just want to steal bike locks I just want to steal bikes.
1: the locks yeah so it's been going on at, at the campus for about a few weeks now where locks are being stolen huh I have not heard about that yeah <laughs> well I, you know it's funny because students are coming into where I work and going do you have bike locks and uh-huh. I said yeah we, we have an assortment of bike locks over here yeah and they all say the same story someone took my lock but left my bike That's crazy. Isn't that insane? (laughs) It's crazy, man. That's like, that's like. That's like uh, Woody Allen in, in Steal the Money and Run, where he, right, he cases right. out the jewelry shop, uh-huh. and he, he, after days of casing it out, he goes up there with a glass cutter and cuts the glass where all the jewels are behind, uh-huh. and just takes the glass and leaves the takes jewel. Takes the piece of glass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so, uh, listen, it, it takes all kinds, I guess. I, I don't know. It's just insane what's yeah, going on crazy. out there. He
0: needs a partner that, that wants bikes. Yeah. Well- <laughs> and I was like, look, uh, we, should, we should partner up. I'll take the locks, <laughs> and then, you know... Yeah. We- Hill. Whether you take the bike or not, or maybe up to they're you.
1: thinking that they can steal the locks and resell the locks, you know. But they're being cut in two with yeah, the bolt cutters. I don't cutters. think they have much resale value. It, you know, some people scrap, just aren't bright. Maybe. Some people just aren't bright. Like that guy who robbed the Popeyes, you know, okay. And he couldn't get the register open, so he right. just took the chicken. Okay, <laughs> did you hear about this?
0: Man, there's been so much uh, fast food crime
1: <laughs> in the last month. <laughs> yeah.
0: There's, uh, there's a, a lot of people, um, you know like not getting their order right, right. Or, or not getting the uh the condiments right right and, and then the they're, they're yeah. pulling pulling guns they're yeah. uh, they're grabbing putting their hands on on the workers they're uh, <sighs> g- getting it's a lot of escalation it
1: seems unnecessary is it because that people are addicted to fast food i mean do they have to have their fast food fix the way they want it because i knew a guy back in la who who was who was overweight he was a, a, okay. a very large guy and he lived on fast food. And if he couldn't get it, you know, he would like Jones. He Start would Jones freaky. for it. Yeah. And you're talking about a guy who, you know, L.A., and you're sitting in traffic. Right. You know, you're Could in rush, rush hour traffic, let's say. And I remember this time uh, a friend of a friend of ours told me that he, uh, I'm not going to say his name, um, but, you know, he, I think he was addicted to fast food that he was stuck in traffic and he had to have his fix because it was like 5.30, he just got off work. Right. He needed, he needed to eat. Right. And now. he was in gridlock. Uh-huh. And you know what he did? Huh. He just got out of the car and left it there. <laughs> he just got out of the car <laughs> and went to like, I think there was a, uh, like a, a McDonald's or a Jack in a Box or uh-huh. something or in and out Burger, you know, they have out, the, out in the valley in the West Coast. And he got so crazed that uh, he just got out of the car and said, fuck it, you know, I'm not moving. Might as well go eat something, right. you know? And he did.
0: He did. It's a bold move, man. I, I've, I've heard of people. You know, we have a, a, a person who's going to be a, a guest on the Troubled Men podcast in the future who actually did that on Broadway one time. Oh,
1: really? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: She was sitting there in traffic.
1: Broadway, New York? Or Broadway? Yeah, Broadway <laughs> oh, York, oh, right,
0: right by uh, Uptown. Tulin, okay, campus, all right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, she was sitting in traffic, and she just couldn't take it anymore, and she just got out of the car and took well, the keys and walked away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's what I find, because I, you know, I don't think there's much traffic here. I grew up with like, you know, 20 minutes just to go five blocks or whatever, that right. kind of stuff. So here, even though I do have a, uh, even though I think the drivers here knew, you know, are really bad drivers here, I yes. still can be patient enough for like not to fucking you know have road rage and pull out a gun and stuff like that well, yeah, what's the point yeah but uh, I never think you know when I first moved here they go no let's go to Linda in the traffic and Linda would be going well it's getting kind of crowded over here on the expressway blah 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 I'm sitting to myself going that ain't traffic man right that's right. Not, not fucking traffic. traffic that's no. not traffic No. you, no. Well, you, know. you know but anyway uh, so yeah uh, if you're addicted and you're in traffic you know, always carry a lunchbox or a, a spare syringe or, a, or an extra hit of crack. You know, yeah, a fillet of fish, fillet of fish. You know. Yeah, you know. But um, anyway, so nation, uh, it's just me and Renee tonight. Last week, let's talk about last okay, week. Okay,
0: yeah. So, so last week we yeah. we have an episode that just came out tonight. It's uh, with. Uh, uh, the great jose torres tama he 's an activist, and uh, you know it started off nice enough everybody was uh in a good mood you know and now here 's one thing I think he got drunk well <laughs> I, I I think you know certainly um I think emotions can can mm-hmm. seem to get a l- can get a little heated sometimes mm-hmm. when when you when you add alcohol if people aren't used to uh operating on alcohol like you and i we're we 're totally used to it it's you know so we don't well, yeah. sometimes. We usually don't lose our shit um, well, behind a few drinks. You're better anyway.
1: than me, I think. Yes, I am. A little yeah, bit, a little you're, bit a little you're a little better than me. Um,
0: but uh, what, I, what I find fascinating is people who want to come on the podcast, I mean, they, they want to. Yeah. And, and it turns out they come on the podcast never having listened to even one of them. Right. Some people do. Yeah. Now, I would never do that because you're going into this thing don't you want to know kind of what the lay of the land is what the pitch is you know like in glengarry glen Ross, you know don't open your mouth till you know what the what the right. thing is but right. if you don't if you don't ever listen how do you even know what
1: what you're do well, you, know, yeah, you, you want you, to be you, that blindsided well you have to do at least a little homework a, a little, little bit right well, you know s- i'm but i i can be i'm guilty cuz sometimes i don't do my homework but for him you did send me some stuff about him and i bre- i Brief, uh, briefly looked at it Yes But you
0: did have to Start off by saying Look I don't really Know anything about you <laughs> Which Well is yeah. a bit A bit off-putting To right. a guest yeah, Who yeah. S- s- Senses you know, Has a Sense of their own Importance <laughs> And the importance Of their work And uh, right. I-, I feel like You know I, I look back And sometimes I'll do like a post mortem on these things when they really go sideways I'll, right. I'll think okay when at what moment did it really start to go sideways and
1: it was early I think for well, that well no I, it I, wasn't too early
0: no it was it was actually like the the halfway point when it really when it when the shit really hit the fan <laughs> but but if you go back there's a few times you start to kind of warm him up and 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 in in hindsight I, I, I'm i thinking to myself like okay was Manny planning to do this the whole time was he did he have this in his back pocket and he was just waiting for the right moment to pull it out or no it's
1: just purely spontaneous no, no it, it, that was totally spontaneous okay. because, he, because he was drinking what my great grandmother used right, to drink right But so it, you
0: had no intention of, of using any any terminology I didn't know he drank no no, no I mean no. <laughs> it wasn't the drink that was the issue no no <laughs> it was the, way, <laughs> no. but, uh, it was the a certain amount of indelicacy, which, as we talked about on the podcast, and, you know, we don't have to rehash this again because, you know, you can go back and and, uh, and check it out and, and uh, you know... And like it. And like it, yes, <laughs> and follow us and share it with your friends. Um, but, uh, you know, you are Mexican. You're not a little bit Mexican. You're very Mexican. Yes, i very Mexican. And so you you come out of that, that milieu and you feel like you have license to right. you know, use yeah. whatever... whatever uh, you know, it, it would be, it would be offensive coming from from me, but from you, it's just slightly jarring because we're not used to hearing these, this. Well, uh, yeah, but
1: I mean, like, but you like, had license once again. Yeah, I had a little, I had license to say, and it was basically talking about someone in my family, right, right. who I barely knew. I knew for maybe a year or so of my. Well, life. You were being flip. You were intentionally. Yeah, of course. Being, it's, yeah, it's I was for, intentionally for being, for being comedic, flip. Uh, yeah, it, yes, it was yes. like you know, like I told you. Uh, over the week when we talk, when we spoke, uh, it's uh, well you, you get to that. Get to why uh, right. we had to speak a well, couple well, of days later. Well,
0: well, so uh, um, as this went down, and Manny used a, a, a term that you know uh, white pe- white people aren't really uh, allowed to use uh, unless you're spoiling for a fight. You know, but uh, since this is, you know, you grew up in LA, and this is your your cultural right. background. I use
1: I use the word for Hispanic. We don't, we don't need to do okay, it. Okay. All right. All right. We don't need to do it. <laughs>
0: but uh, but anyway, um, our guest, our our guest, really took exception to to it. And again, I, I think if a little bit of research had been done on if if he had listened on me, to any of the podcasts, yeah. and, Well, the, actually, one of the one I I, I had to uh, field a telephone call. <laughs> right after the podcast was over, as I'm driving home, and and there was a request that I not use the show at all.
1: Right, <laughs> yeah, play the
0: show, yeah, and and I had to really talk him into allowing that, and it, it required me to go to his house the next day and play the whole thing for him, and you know, do some fast talking, and ultimately, I was successful in in, in salvaging the use of the show. But but one of the complaints was, you know, this guy, man, he didn't do any... He should have done some research on me, and he didn't know anything about me. And I said, well, in all fairness, did you listen to any of the podcasts? He said, no. I said, so...
1: You knew nothing Manny about me. Manny did
0: exactly as much research on you as you did on him, <laughs> which was none. So you guys were even. And he goes, well, yes, that's true.
1: Right. I mean, he didn't even know I've been a mayoral candidate all these years. Right. He did not even know that. Well,
0: I, I think if he had listened to any of the shows, he would have gotten the, the flavor of the thing. Right. And he, wouldn't have been, he wouldn't have taken it in the same way. Well,
1: just like I told you a year ago, whenever you approached me with this, I said, don't edit me. Right. Remember I said that right. Don't edit me Whatever well, comes out of my mouth Comes out of my mouth And I have to deal with it You know right. Someone right. wants well, to
0: Sometimes I do too So you know Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Well if someone uh, wants to come by And attack me in a dark alley That's fine you Right know? right uh, You're
0: you're praying for it frankly Well you know, Bring you know, it on bring Yeah, it on. You know, It's got to end some way You it's, know it's, I'm like uh, it's, it's Colonel
1: Kurtz going to uh, You <laughs> know Martin Sheen That's right Are you an assassin <laughs> Uh, you're, a, uh, you're a you're delivery a delivery boy. boy. Yeah, exactly. You're here to collect a bill. Exactly. <laughs> I'm the bill, and I'm overdue. You know? Right. right, right. <laughs> so, so anyway, nation, I think you'll get a kick out of that episode. Yes. 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 yes even it's, though it's it's going to air, but you know, it's going to air tonight. It's airing tonight. Yes, but once whatever. you
0: hear this, if you d- didn't hear it yet, go back yeah. and, and listen to the to uh, episode yeah. number forty five. uh the first starts flying about. Ooh, halfway. that's a,
1: episode forty five. Yeah, yeah, The yeah. gun. So that's a cold forty five. Connection. Yeah, Did he make that connection. Yeah, yeah. that was some. It was cool. I thought it was. You know, I. Oh, it was good. You know, like I said, I, I sit in my trailer, come out, hit my mark, say my line, go back to my trailer. That's right. the way I look at it. Sure, sure. You know, but he, you know, he's got a, he's got, a, he's he's doing a good thing. Whatever. You know, he's an activist. Yeah, he yeah. has no, a he's, show. He's
0: working hard. He's he's fighting for you know, and he's got a reform, film. He's, he's got a
1: film, a documentary working, yes. about himself, and but. What I think, what you said, the, 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 what made amends, I think, is when he heard his voice. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I,
0: I, I knew, because I, I listened to it that night, and I thought, this is really good. It's, it's he comes off well. It's, you know, if, if you are concerned about uh, sensitive language, this is a teachable moment. It's a moment where, you know, people's, uh, people who have differing opinions get to voice their opinions and get to kind of, uh, you know, uh, hash it
1: out. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm not that political. I don't, I don't right. claim to be political. I'm not that smart. You You're know? just trying to be funny. I'm just trying to have fun. and yeah, We're yeah. having to have fun here. And what, what, what blew my mind is that he... Uh, the whole idea of what I said he got took offense, and then five minutes later, I made a joke about your heritage uh-huh. and he would laugh hysterically yeah. <laughs> I <know>. well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he laughed hysterically about it, so it was like. Hmm <laughs> well, Alright dude
0: know, uh, Sometimes people take themselves A little bit
1: too seriously Right man, Yeah But that's,
0: that's not That's everybody you know, Yeah so well We're all I, guilty of that at times Yeah I think so yeah. I think it's so
1: I, I think I'm old enough To, to know uh, That uh, it's I'm done taking myself seriously Yeah what's the point Yeah what's the point yeah, You know I'm gonna run for American, again. I'm gonna lose I'm gonna have fun. We're gonna doing have it. fun doing it. Yeah, I'm gonna have fun doing we're it. We're gonna
0: have even more fun doing it because we have this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Now. <laughs> so we'll we're, have a, yeah. We'll have uh, you know
1: other the, candidates pre podcast. Yeah. uh You know the like pre election pre election
0: podcast that we have. You know if you have a forum, we go in and have. Uh, we, yeah, we get I'm looking forward to that. To
1: That's uh, well, it's not for a few more years, but yeah. Well, uh, imagine
0: how good at this we're gonna be.
1: Yeah. <laughs> by, by then, you know, we're gonna be, sh- be fucking fired on all cylinders. All right, so listen, uh, we're, we're back here in the ring room. Yes. And, um, you know, this city, like, I complain so much that this city never takes a weekend off. And I thought about you, because okay. this past Sunday, in my neighborhood, in many neighborhoods, maybe not in your neighborhood, but they had this, um, they have it every year, the Rock and Roll Marathon. Yes, i got to get to talk about this. Yeah, the and Rock talk. and Roll Marathon, mm-hmm. which is a yearly thing. It's, it's every February or whatever, or late January, and it goes, the race goes like a couple blocks from where I live, down Esplanade all the way to the finish line in City Park or whatever.
0: Right, but it, so they eat up... A bunch of major throughways,
1: yeah, it starts early, I mean it starts really early, I mean the first yeah. the first so but,
0: but it goes till noon, so I yeah, mean, it eats right? up half a day of of through the, on these major throughways, yeah and a, a lot of people that even live in these neighborhoods aren 't quite sure what 's going to happen they well usually
1: usually they, this marathon always sends you a flyer a few weeks before and says marathons this weekend.' You know, you won't uh, be able to get out of your neighborhood. You won't be You're able to be get trapped, out of your neighborhood right? for a while, you know, at least a few hours. But what I thought that was hilarious because um, it was on a Sunday morning and it's seven a.m. and they have strategically they have rock and roll stages through the whole course. Okay, right. They have these stages where bands are playing are playing yeah. rock and roll. Right. And there's one strategically two blocks from where I live. Uh huh. And what time did that crank up? At 7 (laughs) a.m., even though none of the runners are even there yet. (laughs) so But I'm thinking to myself, because you're a musician, and I I played in a band, and and I had some success in a band. I'm thinking to myself, how low is it to play a gig at 7 a.m.? It's tough. Tough, tough. It must seven, be really tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It must be really tough to get up at six a.m. load the van with right, the equipment, right. man, and we're gonna play this gig, man, where no one's gonna be there. Right. It's a seven a.m.
0: gig. Yes, it has very limited appeal for a performer.
1: Right, yeah. The only thing
0: it has is you'll be able to say that we played the ro- for the rock and roll. Right. Yeah.
1: You can put that on your resume. On your resume. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's s- that's
0: got to be it, because I mean, they they, they can't be. Throwing out any kind of big dough, either, you know.
1: Well, I don't, I, I have no idea it's what Potentially the, cold, you know. Could well, be, yeah, it could out, be could really, really cold. really cold. But I'm thinking to myself as, you know, it's like 7.15, I'm going, oh, fuck the rock and roll. And I'm waking up, I'm uh-huh. hearing this, a fucking rock and roll marathon. And I'm hearing like they're doing, like, they're doing, um, Cashmere by Led Zeppelin. Oh, <laughs> because the band, the stage near where I live, was basically a, just a rock and roll cover band. They weren't like, uh-huh. they, they, they they went from like Cashmere to like uh, Hit Me With Your Best Shot oh, by Pat Benatar right, sure. to, uh, you Ouch. know, I like think a Steely Dance. Cover um. bands
0: are becoming very popular again. Like it used to be that, you know, if you go play a, a club or, or like some kind of venue, Part, that yeah. a lot of people would show up like a public thing. Yeah. That would have to be original music or like, you know, New Orleans music now a lot of those things are just straight like classic rock radio cover bands and people go out and see i was like oh, yeah. okay well you haven't heard that shit enough for the past 45 <laughs> years
1: you know you want to hear cashmere
0: one more time by a band that
1: yeah. doesn't play it as well you, as Led you don't home. even know their name of the band yeah you know, exactly okay, well, but it, yeah. i just thought to myself you know, i thought well renee could appreciate this is like you know how low is it as a musician to like play at seven o'clock in the morning?
0: Yeah. You know, that it's, kind it, of, it's tough, but you know, it's called pay and dues, manny. You know, it's like the the thing in the music business, you, it, if you start picking and choosing, well, that gig's not good. I don't want to do that. One, oh, this one's good. I'll do it. Um, you know, it, it, if you're just your calendar is so jammed that, that you really want to play less gigs, then you could start doing that. But if you're trying to build or you're trying to, you know, always there for the the looking for the next the next vein that might be promising you really have to say yes to everything
1: well yeah it's like there's no such thing as bad press that, that, that kind of uh, that's the sure. way I look and at you it you never know where it's going to lead right but I'm thinking to myself okay the band that was playing a few blocks away from my it's probably a bunch of guys who once had a band okay. you know and they're still play off and on in the garage and stuff right. and all of a sudden they get this hey Rock and roll marathon. Right. We'll play it no matter what time it is. You know, we don't care. We just want to play. That's what I got from it. They just, they don't care about the money. No. They don't care about that. You know, I don't know, I have no idea what the other stages were like, what the other bands were like, but that one stage on, you know, two blocks away from me. I gathered that these were just guys who, Hobbyist musicians. Yeah, yes. yeah, just, you know, we'll play, you know, we play, we, do, we play on our porch, we play in our garage, and, right. hey, listen, uh, we got a chance to play the Rock and Roll Marathon at 7 a.m., let's do it.
0: Yes, and it's something you you tell your friends, like, oh, well, what's going on with the band? Oh, well, we played the Rock and Roll Marathon. You don't say, well, I played the Rock and Roll Marathon to no people at 7 a.m. on a, on a <laughs> residential <laughs> corner. You just say, I played the Rock and Roll Marathon. <laughs> hey, oh, yeah. wow, that sounds important. Yeah, no, sounds I've heard important. of that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, they don't say, well, look, we were one of 50 bands yeah, that played at seven a.m., and nobody saw us. You don't right. leave that part out. You right, know, just,
1: yeah, 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 just, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No. So just the, the I just, you know, I just thought I'd bring it up because, uh, you know, it woke me up. Well, well
0: that actually, <laughs> that, that uh, completely uh, meshes with the story that I wanted to tell. Okay. Because simultaneously, not at 7 a.m., but shortly after that, I'm trying to leave town with my band, The Iguanas, to go up to Memphis, where we have to play that night, and then we have two days of right. studio recording to back up a, a friend of ours on his record he's making in the studio in Memphis, so... So we're driving our our van around and we're already running into road closures. We can't get to the place that we're supposed to depart from because of the Rock and Roll Marathon.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And I didn't, I I mean, I knew it was going on. I didn't realize that it was going to eat up so much of, like, Esplanade and Wisner and Robert E. Lee and, like, not, you know, a lot of big streets over a a long part of of, uh, (laughs) Mid-City and Lakeview. For
1: quite a long time, too. For
0: hours, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So one of the guys in my band lives right off of Esplanade on a street that the only outlet is to Esplanade. (laughs) You go in from Esplanade, you come out onto Esplanade. He, he couldn't leave. He had to actually walk out with his guitar and his amplifier in his hands and walk a couple of blocks, and we had to go meet him, and it was, it was very difficult to do that. Now, while we're driving around trying to get to him, we realized, boy, the van sure does is pulling hard to, to the right and the left. And so he's, the guy's taking his hands off the wheel, and it's, as he's just going along slowly the wheels yanking back and forth like so violent, like what the fuck is that man that's not good that's not normal for a, the steering bad wall. alignment man no so and he goes well look at this he takes his foot off the gas and we just immediately grind to a stop and I go well that's not normal <laughs> either <laughs> and then I, I'm saying well do you smell that like it smells like burning brakes oh god and he had the emergency brake on there no well we're checking we're he kept pumping the brakes see if he can get getting them get them to loosen up so now we're Googling, uh, uh, you know, what would cause the brakes to lock up on a car. Turns out if your master cylinder, when your master cylinder is going bad, you know, it's yeah. the, the, the master uh, uh, part of the the hydraulic system that controls the brakes, that's where you put brake fluid in. How old is this van? Uh, it's probably, uh, it's, 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 old. it's up there. It's okay, about 15 yeah, years yeah. old. But it doesn't have a ton of miles on it. We maintain it properly, you know, but... We haven't driven it in a couple of months, and we've, so we start up, it's driving fine. But then as a m- master cylinder goes bad, there's a couple of pistons in there that when you step on the brakes, they close, and then right. when, you take, when you take your foot off, it opens again. And they have O-rings around those, those pistons. Now, when the O-rings start to go bad, they start to like, crumble and deteriorate. And then when the piston slides it won't uh, it won't re-release. Oh, you're it, fucked. It'll just yeah. close and the 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 brakes are permanently on. And the only way to to address this is you got to have the new master cylinder or have it rebuilt. Oh, so we're sh- like, "Oh shit." We, may, we can't even make the parish line, much less Memphis, in this, right. in this thing. What are we going to do? We're already late because of having to... Uh, the rock and roll, rock and roll marathon. Roll marathon. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, man. What are we going to do? I started thinking, um, well, we could uh, take a couple of our private cars, you know, like two cars up to Memphis. And I'm thinking, okay, what cars is my family going to use? Uh, we have the truck. I'm like, oh, the truck. My, my truck I used to take... You know Debris to the dump Yeah I don't ever drive it Outside of I don't even take it On the highway I'm like well Everything would fit In the In the, the truck covered, the covered, Except the van Wouldn't part. fit Well no It's because it's a Club So it's got seating oh. For four It's got oh, okay, two all benches. right. It's like well I guess we could go In that Yeah so, so I think Okay we can go Get the van I mean go get the truck So go, go to get the truck From my house And uh, it's totally dead So we have to jump It to get it started Oh shit so, uh, but we do, and I pull all the, the uh, you know, farm implements, all the shovels and all the yard stuff out of the back and make room for the equipment. And we get everybody, uh, you know, packed in there, and we start off on our way to Memphis in this truck. Now, you know what happens? So we, we, we get to, uh, to Jackson. We're getting some gas. I figure, well, you know, it's, it's been running this whole time. The, uh, the voltage output is good. The battery has to be recharged at this point. So I figured I'm safe to turn it off. So I turn it off and I try to turn it right back on just yeah. to make sure it's totally dead again. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ! Now, so we get it jumped again. We're we're now moving down the highway and then I realize, oh, now my brakes are gone. I've I i do not I only have mechanical brakes on this. The 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 brakes in the truck, the hydraulic brakes, are, are just gone. The pedal goes all the way to the floor. And I just have that, you know, little bit of mechanical brake that's still left at the end of the, of the pedal
1: throw. <laughs> and you're doing like 65 oh, on yeah, the highway? 70 miles an hour, yeah. you know.
0: And, and uh, <laughs> so I have to drive it the rest of the way up to Memphis like that. Turn, well, there's, turns, there,
1: there's a song there, I think. Yeah, several <laughs> songs, I don't
0: know. Uh, so we make it to Memphis. Um, make it on time, you know, just with enough time to, to get in and play the gig. Gig goes great. A lot of people there they're very thrilled that we're there yeah. there was like seven professional drummers at the gig to see our drummer and see him play with our band uh. these aren't like students these aren't hobbyist fans these are like seven professional memphis drummers that were at this gig and it was not a it was you know maybe i don't know 75 80 people Kind of room Right so like 10% of them Were drummers
1: <laughs> Huh Well that's good for Doug Right <laughs> Yeah yeah well, He's, he's yeah. a master
0: drummer You know and, yeah. uh, and he is from Memphis And I guess Oh you know, ah, okay to, I did not know to, that Yeah, yeah did yeah, not yeah, know yeah. that He's, he's uh, from West Memphis But but lived in, in uh, Memphis His whole life till So came here. Van and truck are okay Well so, so I wind up Finding a place to who, the, the guy works on the The truck While we're in the studio The next <laughs> day Turns out the guy had to cut out five feet of rusted brake line oh, now they don 't even sell brake line for this age vehicle you know it's, right. it would be, they would re- you 'd have to replace it from the, the from the master cylinder all the way back to the wheel you know that 's the only way they would do it. This guy s- salvaged so, like six feet of brake line off of a dead car, then used compression fittings to piece in this replacement part of the brake line <laughs> to the old brake lines of my truck and get it working the, the brakes work it turns out the the battery thing was just that the uh, terminals had had uh vibrated loose all they just needed a wrench on them to to crank them down and the battery was fine the
1: next time you should uber
0: to a gig <laughs> to memphis yeah. <laughs> yeah uber to memphis <laughs> But uh, uh, it wound up being an incredible session. You know, we we uh, recorded a record uh, with uh, Will Sexton, the great Will Sexton, uh-huh. and uh, you know we recorded an entire record in two days of all material we'd never heard before. Of course, you know the singer, the artist, had written it and he knew the material and he would show it to us. But we cut five songs the first day that all came out great. When the we had a full band. In the, in the studio Cutting it So when we'd get done With the song We maybe did like A maraca overdub But no other overdubs right. Not like we did The bass and drums And then built everything Up over So time. when
1: you're a hired Musician like that mm-hmm. uh, And you get paid Right I'm yeah. sure you guys Got paid Yeah and, and meals are included
0: It's always different The, the guy did uh, uh,
1: Take us out to dinner A couple of
0: times You yeah. know Nothing fancy But you know Yeah he was, he was uh, okay. know, Everybody's very
1: sweet because I'm always curious about that stuff. It's
0: it's it's really uh, different from from thing to thing and and project to project and you know it, this fellow is a good friend of ours and uh, you know so we were motivated to to want to be on his record and right. play with him play his material and it was at a, a great studio for and for this uh, really like everyone working there it's it's rare that you walk into the studio and you. you do a few takes and you go into the control room and you hear the sounds coming back out of the speakers and you don't have something that you would like to improve, like, could the bass be a little bit more defined or uh, a little warmer, or could the drums be a little bit... uh, So let
1: me ask you something, what's been like, you know, you're a hired gun, you're a hired gun, you and your mates are hired guns. What's been like your worst experience? Like you go and you think, oh man, we're gonna play with so-and-so, he wants us to be his backup band in the studio but yet you get there and he's like fucking strung out or he's not there or you know uh you know he's you know naked in the, in the uh, he's he's working the board <laughs> naked you know with a hard on or right. something like that and you say well wait a minute I didn't sign up for this right. I'm, a, I'm a fan right
0: right I'm not a fan much of a yeah. Fan. yeah yeah yeah
1: and, and maybe you know him from the past right. you know but has there ever been you know you don't have to name the person sure no I won't name anybody but, but uh I would say you could if you wanted to name yeah, him yeah no I him or her. It'd be great if it was a her, uh, you know. I've
0: definitely worked with, with uh, you know, uh, female engineers, female artists, female musicians. Um, I, I can't really think of, of uh, most of the things I could think of where I had complaints were men. Um, and it's it's uh, usually because someone is just not easy to work with. Like, uh, these guys were super easy to work with. To finish my my... Previous thing I was yeah. saying, you, you walked into the control room and everything sounded so good. All of our instruments right. sounded so good coming back the way they were recording, and you're
1: because like because they are on a schedule, they're well, a set schedule. Well, because these
0: guys, they're just good, man. The engineer's yeah. good, the producer is good. You right. know, it's like they're it's a, you're operating at a high level, so it everyone's job gets easier. And now, if we had been torturing them, if we had somebody in our band that kept screwing the song up, kept Blow and take after take after take. That wears on everybody, and it's, right. it, everybody gets a little bit less enthusiastic, and it's a little bit more of a pain, a little bit
1: less. But uh, I mean, you've had to have some time where you like, you well, know, you were like, "I want Renee Coman as my bass player in the studio," and you get there, and it's a total nightmare. Oh, sure, sure, sure. No, yeah. I've,
0: I've seen I've seen producers do things to mostly not me, but to other people that I just I I lost so much respect. For, for the whole process and for, for their job doing it, that it just gets tough. It's like, okay, well, you know, that, that hurts me for this drummer, that this drummer has had to sit there for an, about an hour and just play that same beat while they move microphones around. Right. Like, how. Long does it fucking take to get a drum sound? It shouldn't take you an hour. I mean, you know. I don't not if, know. Not if you've been I, I, doing. This.
1: I don't know. It shouldn't it's, it, it so shouldn't a music producer is like a film director, right? Yes. yes. Okay, that's the comparison. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, and many directors are fucking just fucking mad.
0: Yes, and, yeah. and you could have someone who wants to fixate on the wrong thing, or yeah. wants to, or not address something that is a big problem, and they right. keep acting like it's not a problem and I'm thinking that's a problem that's gonna come yeah. back and bite you you might be able to, to ignore it now but that's gonna bite you in the ass down the line
1: well I've, I've been in some studio sessions over the years I've right. been in some you know, uh, you know bands in LA other people and um it's, you know, uh, like I remember. Well, yeah, let's, let's, let's take a break, because i got to take a leak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and, it's, it's, uh, we're way past time. Yeah, just, we're way past time. We need another round. So, Nation, take a break. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. We're back, and so uh, uh, did did you have
0: something else you wanted to finish up there? Or can I? No, I, we I can. Jump ch- you into know, these, uh, I you know I articles. I digress
1: sometimes. I start <laughs> no, you know good. thinking about things, and I get on a I start focusing on certain things. Get on carry, your high horse. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> so no, uh, you you start the second half. Okay. You uh, kick it off. I'll kick it off. Don't onside kick me, though. No, no. Don't kick it out of the end zone, either. (laughs) I won't. I won't. Put it right in the field. Kick it through the uprights, man. Put it right in the field of play. Exactly. Put it in the field of play, and let's concuss.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Disgust to concuss. Um, So there's a a trial judge, or or, or I should should say a judge. The, The trial has been delayed for a judge who's accused of groping teens,
1: Oh, wow. Judge,
0: yes. Here in the city? Um, in in the, the nearby parishes, yes. Okay. Uh, uh, St. John the Baptist Parish, which is, uh, that is Laplace, more or less.
1: Um, yes. Uh, yes. I have family in Laplace. Oh, okay. Well, my, my wife's family is in Laplace. Okay. So, uh, Jeff... They're doing eight to ten. They're doing no. <laughs> eight <to ten>. <laughs> Laplace. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, uh, uh, Jeff Perilou, I'm going to say his name, uh, uh, trial's been postponed indefinitely, um, uh his, attorney the, the accused attorney for the accused is uh, is a challenging the decision to allow the jury to view photos and video that purportedly reveals the accused quote lustful disposition towards teenage ger- girls so he he's apparently there are some films and photographs of, of, him, of
1: him with him, teenagers of
0: him uh, displaying a, a lustful disposition and, and then also... Te- what does that mean, Leslie? Well, I guess he's leering at them, or maybe... Or is like he, you is know, he exposing himself, No, no or he's, is he's, he... maybe he's talking to them and going, hey, baby, uh, why don't you come get a so the little closer? So they have this? Yes, but he wants, they want to show it. The prosecution okay. wants to show it in trial, and okay. his, his, uh, his attorney is challenging that, that evidence. So apparently some of the other evidence is there are messages that he... Like text messages that he sent to two underage girls that supposedly present, quote... Clear evidence of grooming motive and intent.
1: Yeah. So okay. So this is a he's a judge.
0: He's a judge himself. Is he what kind of judge? Is criminal, civil, or uh, traffic? Or he's let's see. He Mm -hmm. was elected to the fourth the fortieth judicial district bench in in twenty sixteen. Uh,
1: <laughs> Which so means a, nothing to me. I don't um, know what that means.
0: Uh, you know, so he sits a, on a bench. He's a
1: judge. He's so he's a, a benchwarmer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he never gets uh, in the game. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, now he was in the game. Yeah, he uh, trying he's trying to get in little, the game. Too, yeah. too much in the game. Yeah. But, but the really shocking... So that's shocking enough. But to me, this, the sh- most shocking part of this article was I took a look at this guy, and he's 50 years old, and he looks like he's 150. And let me see. He, <laughs> he looks like...
1: He looks
0: older. <laughs> he looks older than my father. My father is almost—he's in his, his you know mid to late seventies. This guy looks like—I don't know—is what he's like. Uh,
1: well, well, we're fifty-five, me right. and you, right? He's and five I think years we look younger. Yeah, we look better than him.
0: Twenty-five years old. He looks yeah. like what's the the uncle from the Adams family? Fester. Fester. He looks yeah. like Uncle Fester.
1: Yeah, he does look like Uncle Fester. <laughs> you know, without the cape. It's yeah, tough, man,
0: it's tough. You know, you know if you look like that leave, leave the teenage girls alone i mean no matter what you look like leave the teenage girls alone for sure but uh you know i don't know <laughs> so they delay
1: what would how did they, why did they delay it because well
0: cuz i guess they have to i think because it's going to be uh appealed up to up through the court system. They, they think it may wind up going to the Supreme Court.
1: Well, you know, you've, it's funny that you put this out here tonight because, you know, uh, uh, I have a, a daughter who will be 14 in, next week. Right. Does that look like the kind of guy that you want to see her
0: come home with?
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. I'd no, rather... If,
0: I, if this was her date for prom...
1: No, I'd rather her come home with Uncle Fester than this guy. <laughs> <laughs> at least he has a sense yeah, of humor. Yeah, sense of humor and, yeah, yeah. Can, and can be manipulated. You know. But no, speaking of this, I was driving... Uh, I ran out of booze on Friday night. Ooh, tough. And so I had to go to Martin's Wine Cellar. Okay. Putting a plug for them because I love them. Yes. They have the cheapest booze in the city, if you ask Shout me. Shout out to Martin's. Uh, their, f- their prices on sandwiches aren't so great. But anyway, I'm driving to the one over off of Napoleon and uh, Penniston or over there near St. Charles whatever. Right, right, right. Yeah. And I cut down this one street that I always cut down to because there's never any traffic and it's one of the smoother roads in the city. Uh-huh and I see these two girls. They must be my daughter's age, maybe a year or two older. Two girls, and, you know... The short shorts? No, 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 no. They're just wearing jeans. One of them has the jeans with the holes in it and stuff like that. And they're they're not very attractive girls. They're cute girls, you know, for 15. You know, everyone's awkward at that age. You know, they're awkward. Uh, But I wouldn't put them, you know... I wouldn't put them on, you know, like, you know, wow, look at those two. You know? Sure, sure. Well, but there's a car in front of me, mm-hmm. and it's this guy who is a gardener because he's got a pickup truck, with tons of, He's got well, no, not even a pickup truck. It's like a minivan with, like, a lawnmower stuffed into it, a weed eater uh-huh. stuffed into it. And he's driving in front of me, and I can see he's talking to these two girls Trying out to the chat window. Him up.
0: Oh, Jesus.
1: These girls are 14, 15 years. Right, this yeah. guy must be, like, in his 30s. Uh-huh. And so he pulls mm-hmm. over and goes, he waves me by.
0: Oh, brother. He waves me he by. doesn't
1: want any witnesses. Right. Yeah, yeah, So, I'm sitting there going, you know, I have a daughter who's probably the same age, maybe oh. a little younger. I'm sitting there going, what the fuck is this asshole doing? I know. What's wrong with you? What is people? wrong with people? I don't know, you know? <laughs> And so, I pull over, and I continue. I just sit there. Oh, you decide, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I want to see what goes down. I, yeah, Good for you. Yeah, for you. I, I'm no, going to no. see what's going down here. yes. yes. And... I I hear he's like going like two, they're walking and he's going like one mile an hour. And oh, I can hear geez. what he's saying. Hey, baby. He's just talking and goes, Hey, how are you doing? You know the and and uh, and he goes, do not you? You know, you girls want to get to know me? And it's like, huh. and the girl, the, the one girl, uh, I, I must say, they look. You know what they look like? They look like Lusher high school girls. Yeah, they look like Lusher high school girls. Very. It's right. That's the, yeah, neighborhood. That's the yeah. neighborhood. yeah. That's the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. And the one girl is going. You know. Hey mister, my mom said never to talk to people like you. She was being really smart. Yeah. You know, and then what happened was Unless you got money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What happened was he you know, I pulled over and he he sees me watching him. Uh-huh. He sees me cuz I had pulled over. Right, right he thought right. he he waved me on. He thought I was gone. Right. So he looks at me, he he takes off. Good for you, man. He takes off. So I go I go uh, I go to do my business at Martin's. And what happens is I'm take I'm going back to Napoleon, and I see those two girls. Uh-huh. I said, "Hey, girls, are you girls all right? You know, was that guy bothering you?" He goes. They said it was. They go, "Thank you, Mister. Thank you for being concerned. You know, that guy was a real jerk. And thank you for you know." They, they realized that you were there, keeping an yeah, eye on the yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and what happened was, while I was pulled over, there was this other guy in the who lived in the neighborhood. Uh-huh. He pulled over to park. He had some groceries, and I said get that guy's license plate right now. Get that guy's license plate right now. Right. And the guy goes, well, I got, you know, he had groceries, but we scared the motherfucker off. We scared him off big oh. time. You know, so, you know, going from this judge yeah, no, no, to fucking... Uh, yeah, there's it, a lot of creeps it, it, out there. Oh, yeah, a lot still, of people creepier than us. We yeah, seem creepy, but you yeah, know, yeah. we're not that creepy. Yeah, you know, well, speaking of creepy, I got something going on here. Okay. You know our good friend, uh, Jeff Treffinger? Yes. Oh, he's a, no, he's not. No, he's Shout not, out a, to Jeff, yeah, Jeff. No, he has daughters. He has yeah, all no, daughters no, 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 uh, Well, he, he's a member of the Ring Room facilities here, yes, like and, I am. And,
0: uh, uh, you know, Troubled Men podcast alumnus. Uh,
1: yeah, alumnus uh, twice, but only broadcast once. Yeah. Um, well, you know, we sometimes come here at the same times. So I see him a lot here. Okay. It's pretty much the only time I really see him is yeah. here. I don't really see him out much. You know, I, you know uh, anyway... Because you don't uh, come
0: to the Geraniums gigs. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't want to hear... <laughs> Connie.
1: Connie. <laughs> yeah, Connie's good. But um, we were... Uh, just happened to be in the sauna together. Uh-huh. Just talking. He right. was talking about a, a funny story because he, he's doing Airbnb now. Yes, he is. And he was telling about these funny tenants that he had in there. And then some guy walks in, you know, to take a sauna. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, there are people who like... Like me, if I don't know someone, I'm not really going to talk to them. Sure, you know. But then there are those people who like just butt into your conversation uh-huh. that you're having. They want to put their input in and <laughs> right, stuff like right, that. Right. So they're lonely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're lonely. And I've seen this guy before. Okay. I've seen this guy before, not in the sauna, but I've seen him you know, in 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 the winning room facilities. And um, so Jeff and I started talking about. Uh, uh, his Airbnb, and then all of a sudden like it started talking about like you know my 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 nerve damage right. which has not allowed me to work out much so i 've gained a few pounds oh happy you? You know, po- okay. oh, i 've put on a few pounds oh actually i haven 't put on a few pounds it 's just really that all the pounds seems to go to my midsection it's redistributing guess, yeah it 's redistributing right. and he 's lost some weight because he was go- he 's going through his therapy his rehabilitation so so anyway this guy just kind of butts in and starts talking to us about how bad sugar is uh-huh. and how bad you know you know you re- labels and it says two grams of sugar but that that's like basically you know like a you know like my whole fistful that's like how much sugar you're getting a soda pop you uh-huh. know, you know and, I, and I don't drink soda pops anymore but this right. guy's just so good and he's like all of a sudden you know he's like the art- mr. professor of nutrition so uh-huh. he starts talking and talking and you don't and, care and yeah, I you know and you me and Jeff just trying to talk to Jeff yeah I'm talking and trying to, yeah, talk yeah. to Jeff not yeah we're just joking around me right, and Jeff right. and, and so Jeff and I are like partaking in this conversation mm-hmm. and and I had been in there already about 20 minutes, and Jeff had only been in there about 10 minutes. Okay. So I was fucking sweating like a dog. Right. So I walked out to, to go in the shower really quick, then come back in. Okay. That's what, this is what I do. Is I, that what you do? So how, what's the whole thing? It's like 20 minutes of sweating and then a quick cold shower? Yeah, and then, and then you, take a, you go into the shower with ice-cold water and right. see how long you can take it for. It's supposed to be really good for your heart, too. I think it is. So you have the heat shock
0: proteins, yeah. and then you and have the cold, cold shock yeah. proteins. So then after the cold, you go back in the heat?
1: Yeah, you go back in the For another 20? Well, no, no, no. If you can do it, sure, yeah. But I usually, like, I, I go as long as I can for, it's usually about 20 minutes. And then when I go back after the cold shower, it's usually about 10 minutes. Okay, that seems good. And fun. then if I try to do it again, it's like five minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I, after I go, take a cold shower and I went and got a drink of water, I come back in. And all of a sudden, Jeff is still talking to this guy. And there's another guy in the room, in the sauna. And they're talking about... Um, how uh, these these programs that these this show called Mr. Robot or whatever? Sure, yeah, my yeah, wife w- watches that. Jeff's a big fan of it too. So it's like. the
0: same guy from uh, that played Freddie Mercury, in oh, oh, okay it's
1: the same oh, star. Okay. That's how that guy got the, uh, the Freddie Mercury uh, okay. role is from Mr. Robot. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. they they're talking about Mr. Ro- Robot, how how such a good show, and it talks about how how governments can really just you know take over and stuff like that, and so you must fear everything. With the you must fear the powers and all that kind of right, stuff. Right. So I walk in and they're talking about it and I sit down and it segues and this guy who's been like leading the conversation all of a sudden out of nowhere he just goes well you know what it's so true because my bro and I don't know if he meant his brother or just his bro he goes uh-huh. my bro his name he's a porn star and his name is his name is Filthy Rich or something like okay. that he's a porn star and he, he's done porno with St- Stormy Daniels Okay. And Stormy Daniels, the only reason why she defended herself against Pr- Trump and brought all this stuff about him because she was in fear of her life, because she went up to Trump's room like, you know, six years ago and he was in a hotel room and he had a magazine that he was holding with him on the cover of it, on the cover of the magazine, and he, he went down naked and she ride, rode him like a, like a cowgirl and spanked him with the magazine rolled up on his ass. Uh-huh. And then they went into the bathroom. She pissed on him. And then she rode around again on that, and then she pissed on him again, and then they fucked, and then she pissed on him again, and that oh, was it. That's why she was in fear of her life. That's why, you know, because she didn't want any of that coming out. No, okay. Trump didn't want any of that coming right, out. Right, right, right. You know? So I just walked into this. Wow. It's <laughs> so, really brilliant, so, it, so you know what I said? I go, man, a story like that must be true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, coming from such a high authority, yeah. such a because uh, this guy, because yeah. I've seen this guy, and he knows a lot about nutrition because he's actually lost a lot of weight. He used to be okay. like two hundred and eighty pounds. He's okay. always like two hundred well, pounds. like yeah. But when I walked into that conversation, it was just like, "What the fuck, Jeff? Jeff, <laughs> <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? A Did I quick to, turn, yeah." Man. <laughs> and like Jeff, so, so I walked in, and Jeff was like. So, so 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 Jeff goes to me He goes Manny I thought that was your porno name Filthy Rich And I said No it's Filthy Bitch Is my porno name You know So Jeff was in there Long enough to joke around But I was just like What the fuck Did I just walk into He's a nice
0: it, guy He's very Very accommodative yeah, he, yeah. He'll let these people uh, You know Jeff, So I Jeff just left Riley smiling going, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Kind of nodding his head Being quiet Going That's very interesting yeah. <laughs>
1: That's very So interesting. Jeff left And a few minutes later I left And then like I see him in the locker room And I say We just kind of Wave to each other Like we don't need To discuss this yeah, Ever right, again Yeah right,
0: right, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll talk about it On the podcast Yeah we'll,
1: talk about the podcast. we'll Save this for the podcast Yeah exactly No that's what I thought I go this has got to be On the podcast Because this guy Was so like Just like He knew what he was Talking about
0: Well you know He had a good story And he had somebody Thought I could tell this to I can't tell this story To uh, around the dinner table
1: Or, or the boardroom, But Art, I can yeah. tell it now To these, these degenerates who I I so I- I think nation go home and Google filthy rich the porn star. See if this never is true. Of, never heard
0: di- of. I didn't even know there was such a thing as porn stars anymore. Frankly, you know, it's
1: like uh, I, you
0: it's know, not my thing. Not you know the um,
1: the, the I, there the, must have to be because they. St- I think you know because everyone can make a porno now. Right. You know, well, That's know. what I
0: thought it was. Now mostly just like uh, homegrown stuff. No, you know, basically no,
1: because you know, like strippers become you know, porn
0: stars and right. You know, well, I, I know mean, some of those porns st- like the the girls that are that are all uh, put together and you. Yeah. know... Yeah. all the makeup and the boob jobs yeah. they, they they do a feature and then they go on stripping tours and that's yeah. how they make a lot of money yeah it's like and, then and, and they and they get
1: that. hired to do like you know uh corporate events or, or something or, or uh, actually let's say you know if i had you know if i wanted to Make my own movie. I would say, oh, Stormy, I want, I want to hire you, right? And we're going to make a movie together. That's how it works. I think. Like I don't name know. Name actors like do
0: they? That's what I'm saying. Do they even have name? I guess they do. Stormy Daniels. She's they must them. have. They must because
1: yeah, they have award like shows them. still for yeah, porn yeah VMA and just, sure yeah, yeah yeah they have award shows for is porn. That what it is No, no, it's no, not, it's not it VMA. That, that's, <laughs> that's virgins. Uh, oh, okay. Ameri- no, no, I don't
0: know what uh, 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 video music awards. Yeah, no, no, it's uh, it's something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, but speaking of uh, people in government, we have this ongoing thing, and and, you know, I I was missing. I actually read through the first two sections of four days worth of newspapers today, just to see what did I miss out on while I was uh, cloistered in the studio. Because you know, when you're doing that, you really. I I don't even look at television or the news when I'm doing that, because you work. From very early to very late, and then you know you've uh, you know you've worked very hard. and You, you can only book cocktails. so much studio
1: time, too, right? You well, only I mean, book for so much studio time.
0: Well, I mean, this is a studio that's owned by the the label that oh, recording okay. for. Uh, so uh, right. You know, we're just there working, but you can only work. So it's very it's funny, you know, being in the studio. You're sitting in one place. It seems like. Well, you're not really putting out a lot of energy, but what you're doing is you're burning up so many calories in your mind through concentration. Right. You, you, I get hungrier doing studio work than almost anything else because you're, you're really burning up so many calories, uh, so much sugar in
1: your brain. You have to constantly snack to keep your blood sugar do, do you think now? I mean, you've been doing this for years. Because yes. I remember the the, the 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 quite a few times that I was actually had you know fortunate to go into music studios and watch people record and stuff. And I did a, a little couple of recordings myself, but it always seemed to me like it was just like a huge party constantly. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, you know? yeah, well no, that's that's, that's that, those days are gone. Well,
0: I mean, you know, you you mm-hmm. want to keep a relaxed atmosphere, right? But To get anything done, you gotta work. You know, it's gotta be focused. Here's now, so you can you can tell people that are good in the studio and have experience in the studio in that while they're friendly and you know they try to keep it light, they don't bring up subjects that are not germane to the work. You don't start talking about you know, you just keep your mouth closed and you talk about what you need to talk about because everyone else there is trying to concentrate and even if you're not occupied right at the moment they are you know like the engineer he's running cables he's got a lot of shit in his mind before it's your turn he's got to do his work and so you have to be respectful of, of what the job at hand is, and that means allowing other people to concentrate on their work. And and that's part of what you were saying, like why would somebody would be bad, why you'd have a bad experience in the studio. One way would be that someone keeps pulling you away from, from that point of concentration, from the point of where the rubber meets the road, where you're actually going to do work and you're going to uh, have a meeting of the minds and it's going to be captured on tape. So anything that that subtracts from that, that distracts from that, is, is an impediment. So, you know, people that really know what they're doing, uh, you know, there's a certain amount of pleasantry that's the social grease, you know, that, yeah. that keeps everybody in, in a good mood. And then the rest of it is just the work part. So it's a lot of that, a lot of work. And, and then the payoff is that you hear the playback yeah. And it sounds great. And you're like, yes, that's why we're here. That this is working because that's the proof that it's working. You know, it's not what kind of... Good, that's my good time, hearing that playback. Yeah. And not being tortured while I'm trying to get there. And it's, it's a very much of a diminishing returns thing where if it starts getting hard and it starts being work, then it almost gets harder. You know what I mean? It's like once everything's, once everyone is working at their the top of their capacity and it's very productive, then it's easy. It's kind of like you're gliding. But you, know, you start to get some drag on the, on the wings or you know, whatever, whatever metaphor you want to use. It's, if it starts to get tough, it, it can go downhill in a hurry. You, know, you can have like a session almost grind to a halt. And I've seen that happen before, where you know, one person isn't, isn't functioning properly or in the wrong mood or the wrong mindset. And you know, sessions will get called early, because you think, well, it's, we're booked for 10 hours of work, but if, if everybody's in a, in a shitty mood and nothing's getting done after four hours, it might be the best thing to just stop and change that person out or start over with a new approach tomorrow. I don't know. It's, it's such a delicate, you know, it's an art. It's not a science, you know? Right. So, um, Yes, yeah, so, uh, so, so we're, uh, I can't re- remember how we got off on, on that tangent. But we were talking about, uh, about uh, the government, and, and uh, we do have this situation in, in, in uh, Virginia, and that's what I was getting to. I kept reading through this newspaper to see, All right. oh, has, this, were... has this Virginia governor's thing oh, uh, been resolved? So this guy... Oh, he's, he's wearing blackface? He, he, yes, so this guy, he was uh, in medical school you know, back in the 80s or something, and has a, a picture of him that turned up, that him in blackface. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, of course, you know, you can't do that. And then turns out at the same time, the lieutenant governor has two sexual assault charges against him. And then, <laughs> and then the attorney general, who's the number three guy in the government, well, he also has a blackface thing in his past. And I was like, well, what the fuck? i tell you what, Manny, how many uh, photographs of you in blackface are there? Zero, I'm guessing. Zero. Yeah, no. yeah, me too. No. I, I, we have the no. same number. Yeah, yeah, zero.
1: No. There's been plenty of me shit-faced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but not, not black-faced. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So apparently, the and then the guy, the, the next first he said, yes, it's me, I'm very sorry, it was I was a youthful indiscretion. Yeah, that's but The next day excuse. he comes up and he goes... It's it not was, me? It wasn't me. He goes, however... There was another occasion that I was in blackface for, but it 's not
1: this one well that 's funny because I heard I loosely heard something about that but but what about like down here we 're getting ready for mardi gras season yes that 's the other thing that i have yeah. that's on the, that, that that's yeah. the new
0: Orleans follow up to this is we yeah. have this this very famous parade Zulu crew which, the crew of zulu it's uh, it 's kind of a a uh, parody of Rex. It was. Right, you know, it was yeah. like an African American uh, parade where where they would they would uh, you know mock the the ridiculous uh, construct of this fake royalty that, that right. Rex and all these high line crews who wear those masks. Yes, uh, who would know. engage in? So so Zulu. It's a. It was a traditionally like hundred percent black crew. Yeah. and they would but they would wear blackface. Yeah. And like kind of an, as a parody of the of the the minstrel right. era, but you know now in the last I don't know twenty years they started allowing or Ooh. you know that you have more white membership and now they have like twenty percent white membership. Yeah, I've
1: known a couple people who right. uh, who yeah,
0: and those guys wear blackface, cork up too. Yeah they, yeah, they they wear blackface and so you know the the crew of Zulu all all the the. Uh, you know the power structure behind it it's all black you know yeah. black businessmen in new yeah. orleans big very, very, big
1: money big yes, black very, very yeah. you know
0: old line uh, black crew in new orleans and they want to say well no this is okay cuz this is us and right. our yeah. thing yeah. and so there's a whole this is a front page above the fold in the new orleans newspaper from uh, yesterday And it's called The Zulu Exception They're saying Crew leaders Work to explain Blackface tradition Amid widening National discussion
1: Yeah What's their explanation?
0: Well I I, I didn't even read it Because I I just Well one saying uh, The answer Wait wait What did it say? Um, Let's see Let me read The the very beginning of it It's saying uh, (laughs) Uh Uh Well, they're, they're saying, is this okay? And they're saying, the answer is no, always no. Blackface is never acceptable. There are no Halloween exceptions. And then then it says, agreed, one follower replied,
1: unless you're riding in Zulu. It's like, <laughs> well, okay. But what I find funny is that why does a black person need to put blackface on?
0: Well, because it's part of, you know. It's a part of the parody. It's, it's, it's part of the, the minstrelism. Because actually, like in... in Back in, in the, the early part of the 20th century, they had a lot of black performers that would wear blackface. Oh, okay. Because that, that was part of the... Again, this this menstrual tradition, you know, and it's weird. Uh, it's, we, you know. Well, I'll, I'll now, never
1: understand because I'm not from here. I really don't know the, much of the history. I really don't want to learn much of the history. I just want them to roll by, you know, parades roll and get out of my way. Because right, uh, right. So you yeah. can drive, yeah. Yeah, so, so I can, can drive. drive and drive to a liquor <laughs> <store>. <laughs> yeah, Um
0: <laughs> But yeah, it's it's. Uh, uh, I'm curious to see, you know, how what happens how this, will this play. Mardi
1: Gras Day. You know, I,
0: I, here's my prediction: New Orleans doesn't give a fuck about what goes on outside of New Orleans, and we really don't care what you think about what goes on inside of New Orleans unless you're part of it. So I think that we will say, yes, that's, you know, yeah. think what you want, and, and, and yes, we, we, we agree with you. Just like they said, we agree with you. There are no exceptions except if you're in New Orleans and, it's, and it's Mardi Gras It's Day. Mardi Gras. Yeah,
1: exactly. Well, you know, that's why this city is what it is. Uh, but listen, speaking about what it is, um, did you hear, and this is sad if I ask me, um, did you hear about uh, some college kid up in the Baltimore, Maryland area? His mom was going around campus trying to get a date for him. Did you hear about this? No, no, no. Yeah, this mom, some small college, you know, you know uh, a good-sized college in Maryland was going around asking young ladies on campus, will you go out with my son? Uh-huh. And there was a whole news report about it, in the local news and stuff. And most of the students thought it was kind of creepy. And yeah. the the campus police department were, were, was looking for this mom. They couldn't find her. She was on the loose. Uh-huh. But she was going around. <laughs>
0: on the loose.
1: Okay. <laughs> they couldn't find her, even though they had pictures of her and all that. Right. And so what I, my, my thing is, is like, what is she using as a pickup line for her? You know, for her son, It's like you know uh, he's not gay. <laughs> He'll go out with my son, or you know, I'm hoping fingers uh, crossed. Yeah, what's your major, minor? You know that kind of stuff. You know, he, he's psych. Uh, you know, uh, education, and you know. You know, that kind of it stuff. It couldn't
0: have been too persuasive, though.
1: Yeah, it could You know, uh, so I thought he's probably majoring in loserdom, you know. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you know if, yeah, if he's got tough. his mom. Yeah, it's tough. It, you know, yeah. if he's got his mom trying to get him a date, you know, I don't know what this kid looked like. They had pictures of the mom, but not the kid. You know, with men, it's usually not how you
0: look. So, you yeah. know, it, uh, now, at a certain, well, maybe when you're young it is, but, but, uh... You know, having your mom do that isn't going to help you. Uh, help you. You're not going to develop
1: the skills that you need. No, you, know, you, you know, know, like I said, his major, his major was loserdom, and his minor was serial killer. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, so you know, for you moms out there, don't 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 try to get your son's dates. You no, know, let it, it, your children fail. Yeah, you know, let, let
0: them l- fail. Let them pick themselves up. Let them right, fix Right, exactly.
1: You know, there's there's always porn for your son, and there's always you know, there's cousins. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, you know,
0: practice makes perfect. You know, as as, as we talked about with Jude Akers, um, you know, Bobby Fisher lost 50,000 games. Yeah. Then he became a grandmaster. Right. And, so it's yeah. not about, you know, how many times you ask a girl out. It's just about figuring out how to do it. So if you have to fail a thousand times. Yeah,
1: you'll figure it you'll out. You'll figure it out. Unless you're a f- complete fucking idiot. You know, <laughs> you'll yeah, figure it uh, out. You'll yeah. figure it Read out. Read a well, book, I don't know. Yeah, uh, you, know. you know, learn to play guitar. Or, learn to play guitar. Uh, yeah. Hey, it's worked for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. learn some poetry. Develop a skill.
0: You, did you see that movie, The Tao of Steve, about uh, Steve McQueen, the guy that he develops a whole uh, theory no. on, on masculine life no, based uh-uh. on, on the life of Steve McQueen? Well, one of the things he says, okay, uh, first thing you have to do is Become great at something, or become yeah. amazing at something, and that could right. be anything. Could be shooting pool. Could be uh, shooting know, dope. Shooting Okay, <laughs> well. I don't know. You know, yeah. with the right girl, sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, you know, you know, it's, it's, it depends on your audience, I guess, really. But but yes, yeah, so, you know, you have to, you have to find some 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 angle that that a, a woman can see you as accomplished.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, and, and having your mom
0: ask. Ask people for dates is yeah, not not going yeah. to happen. Yeah,
1: it's it's just like, Mom, what are you doing, Mom? <laughs> you embarrass me. You know, speaking of kids. You know, we have kids, yes. uh, uh, and uh, you've, uh, your kids are old enough now. They don't need to go to summer camp anymore or something like well, that. Well, now they work at summer. Well, yeah. So my kid also now is a uh, uh, counselor in training this year, which is great because yes. I don't have to pay a fucking dime. Right. But, you know, this is a time of year, though, in this city because uh, summer camp's so huge down here. It's, it's a big thing. I don't remember much in L.A. I'm sure it's big in L.A., but my summer camp was, like, go outside. Basically, just go outside. Yeah, my day. summer
0: camp was uh, working on a construction crew. Oh, really? For
1: free? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no. My summer camp was, you know, go outside or you know, go score some pot with the mailman. Right. Um, but uh, you know, my kid uh, went found a camp she liked many years ago, and she loves it now. She's a CIT for it. But every 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 year around this time, the local papers. Publish these summer camps. It's like a fucking full folder of summer camps. Right, a whole list of them. You know, a list so of can, them where you can uh, and choose pictures can, and information and all right. this kind of stuff. Start applying. And, yeah, you got to start applying and. So I saw, I picked this one up, because I'm just, just kind of curious. I picked this whole pamphlet up, and there's pictures, and there's ads for all these summer camps. And, of course, there's, like, you know, Ripple summer camp, where you swim all year. You right. know, you swim all summer. Mm-hmm. And then there's the science summer camp, you know, or the, the math summer camp, or, or uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, what's uh, the uh, the kid, the uh, sorcerer kid, uh what the fuck? Harry is Potter. It? A Harry Potter camp. Okay. There's a Harry Potter camp. There's all these camps, and at the very last page, if
0: you go to Harry Harry Potter camp, your mom's going to be on campus asking you for a date. Ask, oh, ask, <laughs> trying to get you a date. Anyway, moving well, on, Manny. Sorry, you, <laughs> what you were saying?
1: Yeah, no, no, I totally agree with that. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, but I've done it. A couple of people have gone to here. Anyway, but the very last advertisement on the very last page was this something I found so hilarious. You know, all these other camps have these great names like Ripple Swim Camp, you know, or String Summer Camp or this kind of uh-huh. this was just basically this was the whole Franco summer camp. <laughs> Hi, I'm Franco. What's, I got a summer camp bring your heads you know we'll do this we'll do this because my name is Franco it was Franco's summer camp
0: yeah it's the guy in the uh, in the in the uh, minivan with with the uh, yard lawn equipment in the back
1: <laughs> yeah exactly Franco summer camp Franco. I thought it was like, Franco is this like what is this like Franco from the Dirty Dozen who dies at the end or, or John Cassavetes you know is this you know is it Franco Ferdinand from the Dictator of Spain you know that kind of guy I think to myself this this is brilliant this is really funny and it's brilliant it's almost as brilliant as uh, 12 years ago when I started to do my clown camp right. And Manny's Clown Camp where uh-huh. my big attraction was I had a VW you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the clown car. Yeah. So how many kids? kids yeah. in. <laughs> we'll pack as many kids as you want in here. I you like know? it, man. But I thought it was so, it was a big full page advertisement. Franco summer camp. Wow. You know, Franco. I gotta look out for that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Maybe we get Franco on the on the podcast. Let's on I mean, the see, week. See, <laughs> dig just... down here. See what, see what goes. It was on. it Franco's was a North Shore camp.
1: camp too. It was a North Shore. So that might explain a few things about it.
0: Well, you know, my son actually got into. Uh, <laughs> a few things that he's still has is never still, lived down still well yeah uh, he's carried on and it was one of those kind of ad hoc camps it was uh, the sensei hayashi summer camp i don't know what that so is so that's the fellow that ran the judo school oh, okay but he had a it, my son got into the judo school and got into it because sensei hayashi had this little summer camp oh uh, okay. just a few kids and uh They would go to his house on Park Island, and they would do a little bit of fishing off of his pier in Bayou St. John, and uh, maybe they'd play like some little organized games or something in the park, and then they'd go to the judo dojo, and they'd do judo, and it was just made up by him but it was great it was all this really cool shit and he's a super cool guy and after doing that my son was like oh no i want to study judo i really like this part of it Judo it's like a lot of flips isn't it's, it? it it's flips and 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 and, uh, and, and submissions right. and, uh, yeah. and grappling yes right. it's no striking it's all grappling yeah but it's uh it's you know it's it's a it's a great martial art and uh you know it kind of goes along with chess it's a bit of a a chess like thing you know it's uh, i right. think it prepared my son for you know when when he was exposed to chess, he's like, oh, "Okay, well, yes, and I want to do more of
1: that." And he he's still kind of, you know, utilizes both of those skill sets in his uh, yeah. I, you know, so life. nation, uh, let us know about the camps you've gone to. Yeah, you know, uh, Franco, <laughs> Franco, yeah, if you're listening, yeah, yeah, Franco, if you tell us, tell us what goes <laughs> on,
0: come on the podcast. Uh, you know, if your kid has gone to Franco's camp, tell us if uh, if you know any <laughs> charges were necessary, or, or uh, you know, if it seemed on the up and up,
1: right. So, you know, the, uh, my kids at the age and your kids at the age, you know, smoking's a big thing, you know, but now vaping is a big, thing. Well, well, yeah, okay. well,
0: fuck. Vaping, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: the yeah, jewel, yeah, the, yeah. The, so, I, I saw this story, and I saw it on, 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 on the YouTube, on uh, a video of this, it went viral, the kids are now, uh, cigarettes are passe, it's uh, this vaping now, this right, vaping right. stuff. It's insidious, it's insidious with the young people.
0: Is it? Well, because it tricks him into thinking it's not cigarettes, but it's still Yeah, it's still, yeah,
1: you know? yeah. Like Wadzilla, our friend Wadzilla. Yes. He, he thought he was smart by quitting smoking, but he's just vaping now, and he's getting twice the nicotine.
0: Well, it, it's actually probably better, because what you're not getting with the vaping well, is the carbon, ni- carbon, yeah. ni- excuse me, carbon monoxide, which is what yeah. causes um, uh, emphysema.
1: Yeah, but he calls me up every day and goes... <gasps> Oh, really? <gasps> well, you no. know that, that
0: the, the oil that gets in your
1: lungs, I think that, that can't be great for you. Well, anyway, you know? so anyway, uh, speaking, okay. So uh, apparently there's a danger, just like you heard like, a few years ago where uh, people's headphones or cell phones would explode because right. the batteries. Right. Well, I saw this video where a guy who was vaping, the battery exploded in his face and killed him.
0: I heard about that. Did
1: you hear about I did. this? Where the battery like went
0: into his neck
1: Yeah And and like all the shrapnel just killed him right away yeah, that's terrible. Not man. a good way. Sounds I'd rather terrible. have like forty years of smoking. <laughs> to, well, yeah, and they yeah. kill me that way. Yeah, at least you get the
0: conversation. You know,
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, at least you get the fellowships yeah. fellowship yeah. out on the street, you, court, the, you know, outside the club. You know, right? You, know, you, might, you might
0: meet a girl. You know, yeah. You know, uh-huh. it's it's a, it's a real social scene. You know, whereas uh, if, the, if the if it's
1: gonna blow the, up on you, blows up in your face. You yeah. know, it's all over. I've know. never had a cigarette blow up. No, on you'd me. be
0: better off with the cigarette. You
1: yeah, know. you know. Yeah. So anyway, uh, kids out there, don't vape. Yeah, yeah. Stay, stay. Just go back say, to the yeah. camel lights or the marble reds. Yeah. And, and you'll I'll, I'll, be all like right. We did.
0: Uh, you know, I, I'd say stay away from all of it, you know. But, uh, but you but, know what
1: cigarette I used to love? Yeah. Uh, when I first started smoking when I was like 15, 16, uh, There was this English cigarette called Lambert and Butler's. Okay. And I could only find them at one place. And I thought it was so cool because I was the only kid in high school. Right. All the other kids were sealing their parents, you know, Marlboro Reds. Marlboro Reds or uh, or camels uh, and stuff. Viceroy's. And uh, and I, yeah, my dad smoked Viceroy's. Nice. Yeah. And uh, Viceroy's were cool because it had a filter, but the filter was hollow. (laughs) Right. Yeah, yeah. Special, special high tech filter. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, you know what I used to like is the uh, the Paul Malls, you know, yeah, the, Paul uh, the Paul Malls, Malls cuz it's uh it's a full-length cigarette but it's all tobacco. Well,
1: did you notice in your travels around the world and stuff how like like the Paul Malls in Spain taste different everywhere? They yes. were so great. Yes. They they were way better than the American Paul Malls. Yes.
0: The German Paul Malls, however, not as good. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And
1: like and like the um the Marlboro Reds like in in Germany were nothing to compare to the American... It's a
0: different curing system from country to country. I'm not sure, you know, it's a different style know. of curing the tobacco know. makes it taste different. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Like those French malls the, yeah. ju- the Spanish malls were delicious. Right. You know, the, the ones in Germany seemed, to, the tobacco was too dry. It tasted too... Right. I like go to already.
1: Amsterdam and the Camel Lights sucked in Amsterdam oh, where okay. they lo- where I love them, you know, like in, you know, Spain, I liked them. But then I got into the gatois, you know, the, the French the, gatois. The Galois. The Galois. Was. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. those the,
0: always were terrible. I mean I yeah, thought that it's very harsh. You know yeah it's they like were, we smoked them because they looked cool but they
1: were really terrible. Well they yeah terrible. they were the cheapest cigarette I think that I when you were yeah, there. Yeah, but yeah so anyway uh, let's go get some smokes. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got to wrap up here. Yeah I think Heather yeah, wants we, us out here. Long. We've gone this is our longest one yet here. And it's reindeer. been one of our better ones, I think. Just me yeah. and you, and like it well, should be.
0: Well, you know, no, no fights so far. You know, no and, fights so and, far. But, but look, we got. Well, you're
1: uh, walking home, man. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, well, we got uh, Chris Rose coming up. Chris Rose teed up. Finally, we're gonna land the white whale. Call me Ishmael. Uh, well, you know what we should do to fuck with him? Pick him up at
1: seven thirty in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> call call yeah. him over. Our
0: first guest. Uh, I texted him. I said, "Yeah, we do it from seven forty-five to 9 He texts me back. He goes. Is that AM or PM? <laughs> I said, "Well, that's a hilarious question, Chris." And I and I said, "While it wh- while it is actually PM, I can't. Uh, it, the idea of st- of doing a podcast at 7:45 AM is intriguing."
1: Yeah, it is intriguing. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, the only problem is the bar's not open here at the Ring Room at that time.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so we got a lot to look forward to. It's uh, yeah. we, we've been looking forward to uh, to to Chris for a while, so uh, I can't wait. And he's a smoker.
1: He can tell us his smoking. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I don't saying. know how long. We're going
0: to have to see If we can keep him in In the ring room In the ring room For for more than 15 minutes Yeah yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly right, good show Nation It was nice to talk to you Uh, It was Renee was good It's always good seeing you Absolutely I love the fellowship man Yeah the fellowship I thought it was a good show And uh no disagreements uh, It's no Valentine's Day And you're the only one Who wants to hang with me On yeah, Valentine's you, Day man. Yeah
0: We love you Troubled Nation Yeah uh, You know If if you don't feel like You have a Valentine You have one in us You have There
1: you go you know, Exactly Man Podcast and Is there for you if you if you want me To come on over tonight I'd be more than happy To come on over And or, cuddle Or next week
0: next Or just, next just week just And cuddle with you Time's you know, not yeah, really and issue has got uh,
1: Yeah Just uh, send me a private message Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright later so uh, we don't like to say uh, trouble never ends, but the struggle continues. Good night.